0: Good morning, brothers and sisters. Uh, Turn to Psalm 66, verses 8 through 12, for our preparation for our time of confession. Just reading a few verses from this psalm today. Psalm 66, 8 through 12. This is the Word of God. Oh, bless our God, you peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard who keeps our soul among the living and does not allow our foot to be moved. For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. Amen. Amen. Well, it's important that any time we gather for the worship of God that we remember why we are here, first and foremost. There are many blessings to being here, there's many good reasons to be here that we could list in different orders, but above all other reasons why we are here is to glorify our God. And so this is our chief end, brothers and sisters, is to glorify God, to praise him. And that's what this verse in Psalm 66 commands us to do. It says, bless our God, you peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Now, what are we praising God for? Uh, What are we blessing him for? Well, this psalm gives us a very realistic picture of the kinds of things that we experience in the Christian life and that we worship in the midst of. One reason that this psalm gives us to praise our God is this. God keeps our soul among the living and does not allow our feet to be moved. That's a very good reason to praise our God, isn't it? Thanks be to God, we are alive here today. We are here both in body and in spirit because our God has sustained us, has protected us, and has delivered us. But we need to see how this protection occurs in what context does it occur how are we sustained what are we sustained through does God's protection not allowing our foot to be moved mean that we are given the most comfortable easy and non-risky existence that you could imagine I trust that you know the answer to that by means of your experience this week we know the answer to that. This is not how God's deliverance and sustaining occurs. It, it comes in the midst of a fallen, broken world in which we experience pain, suffering, sorrow, difficulty, confusion, sin, etc. And that's what the psalm sets forth, is the kinds of things that we are brought through in the providence of God and in which he still sustains us. Now notice the verses that follow that we read. Now keep in mind as I read some of these things that happen in our lives, that happen to God's people in the Old Testament and happen to us in different ways today, that the word you in each of these verses is the living God who providentially ordains that we go through these things. Here's what it says. For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You, the living God, brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You have caused men to ride over our heads. That's pretty intense stuff, isn't it? As you look at that list, you're thinking, God's ordaining all of these things for me to go through? Yes, that's what the psalm says is happening. This gives us a realistic perspective of what it looks like to be delivered and sustained by our God. It's through all of this kind of thing. And then it gives a very general statement. We went through fire and water. Uh, That's just a general description of the challenges of suffering, the fires of affliction, the the dangerous waters that we must pass through. But thankfully, the list doesn't just end with afflictions, right? In verse 12, it says in Psalm 66, verse 12, We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. The God we praise today is the God who keeps us among the living, the God who brings us through affliction, and the God who brings us into rich fulfillment. This is the God who brought his people through the howling wilderness and deserts of Sinai into the promised land, right? And so likewise with us, he brings us through the howling wilderness and desert of difficulty and suffering and sorrow into a place of rich fulfillment. And I certainly have been thinking about this verse in application to our corporate church body and then to some degree individually that God brings us through times of difficulty in order to bring us to a place of rich fulfillment and so we can look forward to that but what if you don't feel like you're in the place of rich fulfillment yet maybe you're thinking I'm still in the fire and water stage you can still praise your God today in the midst of the fire and the water That's what the psalm commands us to do. Bless our God, you peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. And so if you come in the midst of some sorrow, in the midst of some affliction today, in the midst of fire and water, remember that God's going to bring you to rich fulfillment and let us worship him nonetheless. Or I shouldn't even say nonetheless, I should say because God is still sustaining us through these things, we should give him the glory and the honor today. And so this is a time of confessing our sins, and in light of this psalm, you may perhaps consider confessing your weakness in the midst of these challenges that you may be experiencing. That is certainly something we come up against, is the weakness of our faith in these times. But you may have something else that is on your heart to confess today, and this is the opportunity to bring it before our merciful God. And before we go to that time of confession, I just want to read some key verses from the book of Hebrews that we have often read, that really are, I can't think of many more fitting verses to introduce a time of confession. This is Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. It says, "...seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession." For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but who was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us, therefore, come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. Let us do that now. Let us go to that throne of grace and pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we do come this day to praise you, for you are a great God, and you have done great things for us. We thank you for your sustaining power to keep our souls among the living and to guard the path of our feet. We do come to confess our sins to you because we acknowledge that we need your mercy because we are sinners. We thank you that we have a high priest, our Lord Jesus Christ, who knows the experiences of affliction and temptation and yet did not sin. And so we come boldly now. We come to this throne of grace asking that you would forgive us and cleanse us of all of our sins. And now we take a moment to confess our own sins to the Lord.